What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Game Time podcast. This is episode number 44. My name is Jet, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Eric. Eric, how you doing today? Episode 44 of the Hank Aaron episode. The big Hanky episode. The true home run leader episode. Uh, uh, if you... Uh, or you can put a little asterisk next to Mr. Barry Bond's number. But Tank Aaron, the man that broke Ruth's record that probably many before his time thought was unbreakable. Just like probably Lou Gehrig's Iron Man record of consecutive games before Cal Ripken. No one expected it to be broken at all. No. And, and obviously that record ended up getting broken Maybe you can argue some of some of that record being broken was due to some cheating involved, obviously with uh, Barry Bonds. But Hank Aaron, one of the best baseball players we've ever seen in the game, um, he he paved the way for for many for many young players, uh, especially you know he left a lasting legacy not only the Atlanta Braves organization but um, all of baseball as well. So we're honoring uh, Hank Aaron with with representing this episode of the It's Game Time podcast. Oh, absolutely, and the. Uh... Main, it's going to be probably a, a shorter episode. It's midterm week for us. And then there's not much going on in sports right now because mainly there's the big, usually the league that just starts up around this time. Well, it just canceled the beginning of its season. The first two series, the uh, MLB and the MLB and the MLPA could not agreed to a collective bargaining agreement, the CBA. So the lockout continues. We'll see what happens. The first two series of the season have officially been canceled by Rob Manfred, who gave a very, uh, I wouldn't want to say interesting, maybe more questionable uh, press conference, in which then the uh, PA followed up. I... I watched the Rob Manfred press conference. Jet got a little bit of the PA conference before the MLB Network and ESPN yeah. cut them out. Yeah, no, I was I was only able to see so much of that press conference because um, the MLB Network and ESPN decided to cut away from that very important press conference while they were in the middle of that. Obviously, um, very very interesting there. Um, especially on the MLB networks and considering obviously the, the MLB owns them, you kind of, you know, talk about the motives behind that, but going back to Rob Manfred, um, <laughs> first of all, even before the press conference, I saw a tweet. Um, someone tweeted out a picture of Rob Manfred practicing his golf swing during the, uh, during between a break while the both sides were discussing in their individual rooms. That just shows you right there that the state of, Rob Manfred as commissioner of baseball and the state of the MLB right now, just, just basically they don't care about a season being played. They care. They care about, you know, being as gritty as possible and trying to get as much as of what they want rather than trying to compromise and, you know, get baseball back, not only for the players, but for, for the fans as well. Yeah. He said like uh number one priority is the fans. If it was the fans, you would have done started this negotiation 43 days before you actually started the negotiations. Why is it when you announce that lockout at the very beginning of the season, which 
you, Mr. Manfred, made, not the players. You did, and you represent the owners, essentially. I mean, he does, without a doubt. He doesn't rep- Hell no, he doesn't represent the goddamn players. He doesn't give a shit about them at Why all. The, the, the problem with this is, is Rob Manfred's basically being used as a puppet by the 30 owners of baseball just because whatever they says goes because they have a they, – they, even though Rob Manfred does have the, the like authority over them, they kind of have the authority over him because you know, they have the big box. They have the ability. They have the spending power. They, they, they control what's going on, so – even even with Rob Manfred potentially wanting to come to an agreement, he's not going to do so unless the owners get what they want. I know it. It's so. Did you know every baseball baseball commissioner is in the Hall of Fame? Really, <laughs> I believe so. Well, that streak is coming to an end now. <laughs> uh, I will say it's good to see that the media is not very not really siding with the owners. Um, the last. The last big disagreement between the players and the owners was back in 94 where there wasn't social media. The players didn't have a way to voice their own opinions and voice what's actually going on. So the the owners were able to have the public side with them because they they were the only ones. But, the, uh, the, but now, I mean, my, Rob Manfred said that that this league has been losing money for the past five years. I'm sorry, but the pandemic started in 2020. We're in 2022, so with that math, that was only two years ago. I don't know where the other three are coming from. I don't know. And I I remember I saw a tweet either by John Boy or by uh, Jeff Passan saying, like, in 2019, the the, the league, the organization grew $11 billion. He's just – him and the owners are just bold-faced lying to the fans. Like – Bold face, knowingly lying, knowingly misleading the fans and the media and thinking we're not going to find out. And then the biggest the biggest issue I have in all of this is the fact that, yeah, we know we, we know that guys like the Mookie Betts is and the uh, Cody Bellinger's all these guys that are you know making already the big bucks established in the big leagues. They're not really the ones that are trying to get anything resolved in, in regards to making sure that, you know, in regards to player pay, it's more of those guys, the end of the bench that the, the last men on the active roster, it's more about compromising on a deal that benefits them. Because when you look at some of the, whether it's guys that are up and down between the majors and the minors, some of these guys are relying on their paychecks yes. during spring training during the, you know, however many weeks in an MLB season. And unfortunately, the owners and Rob Manfred are willing to be able to take away guys that are trying to make a living by playing the game of baseball, let alone all of these spring training facilities rely on the, the revenue that comes in through the um, spring training games. These areas benefit from the tourism that people come into Arizona. They go to Florida. They get to go see their teams while, you know, the weather in their home states may not be great. They come down to see their teams play before the regular season gets started who knows they may not get to see their team play live and this is a great experience for them so all of these things impacting the fans and players it's a terrible look for baseball right now it's it's awful you talked about how this is more for the younger players this isn't for the big the big guys i mean it's not they're 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 getting get paid and stuff i mean for that if you want to talk about bigger guys it's more like team control how long they're being controlled for for seven years at the moment 
You're not, you're telling me that Aaron Judge, let's say Juan Soto, are, is being team controlled until they're 28, around that range, 26 to 28 years old. Who? That's ridiculous. It's because re- then they have maybe let's say four more gr- good, great potential MVP s- uh, seasons in their bag before then the decline, they plateau and start to decline. You want to see these players hit free agency when they're 25 or like 24, that 27 range, because the great players are getting younger and younger and younger. They're coming into the league more young. I mean, you can see it with Wander Franco right now. I don't, is he, is he even 20 years old? I don't think so. I think he's, he might. I'm pretty sure he was born in um, two. Th- no, he might be over twenty. I think he was born in 2001, so okay. he's probably. Yeah, he's he's not. I don't think he can legally have a, a sip of alcohol, <laughs> but he's not gonna. He's gonna be uh, on team control until he's 26, and he's in the big leagues now. And and then that's the thing. I don't think the MLB owners and Rob Manfred understand this they're they're going from the more traditional sense of baseball where young guys weren't always performing at the level they're playing at now but times are changing and they got to start getting used to where we are headed in the game of baseball and we're going to only see more and more young players start to perform at higher levels so by decreasing the amount of years that it takes for a player to become free agency it's going to benefit the game as a whole because the player's those younger players, if they're performing at higher levels, they deserve to go to free agency. If they're not happy with the team they want, they deserve to get that money that they've, you know, earned. And that this is something that that really needs to get compromised. And and I hope it does, because because the players, especially those younger ones, deserve it. I mean, Anthony Rizzo, right when the news came out that games are being canceled, it passed the deadline. Which, uh, first off, let's say this: that deadline was fake. That was always a fake deadline. It was all everyone in the media knew it was completely fake deadline because they just wanted to try and pin it. They wanted to do that last second bullshit proposal to the PA and then try to pin it on the PA is like, oh God, look guys, we tried. We tried to we tried to get a get a deal done right before right before the deadline, but the PA didn't accept it. Get out of here. It was a fake deadline that you were just trying. It was just a it was just a, a, a scheme that you were trying to trying to play out and it didn't work. It didn't work. No one caught on. No one bought it. They, they were trying to get the players to budge and they're not going to budge. They're, they're not stupid. These guys are intelligent guys, whether it's, you know, from Tony Clark all the way down to the player reps that were at the post at the player conference. Guys like Max Scherzer. Guys like Noah Syndergaard, these guys, these guys have been around the game before. They know some of the corruption that goes on with Rob Manfred and the owners, and they're not going to just, you know, give in just because they they want to play. And obviously, they want to play, but they want to play under the right conditions. And by Rob Manfred setting that deadline and, and threatening to cancel games, you know, let, let them cancel games. I mean, why not? Why not boycott? We're seeing time and time again, whether it's whether it's at any level, you can see at the college level, things like boycotting intramural sports all the way to the MLB, <laughs> boycotting baseball. You see it everywhere. And um, I don't I don't blame the players one bit for just standing their ground and, and hoping that they get what they want. And if it takes the whole year of canceling games to get what they want, so be it. It's going to suck for the fans. But if something comes out of this at the end, then it will all be worth it. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo uh, sent this tweet out. He said, to the fans, we will miss you most. 
to the younger generation of baseball players, this is for you. It sums it up perfectly. This is for the younger generations. Generations. I mean, that. That's I think the main thing of how the players are staying united is we're not doing this for us guys. This is not really for us. I mean, we are either have gotten paid already or we're about to get paid. This is not for us. This is for every because the game is goes on way past our time. I mean. We may be remembered as part of the game, but the game is eternal compared to us. So it's it's just how when do you think this is going to get done? I obviously we're all hoping it gets done so, sooner rather than later. I saw a tweet from Jeff Passon today, um, saying that it's possible that a deal can be you know done in the next week. I just do not see that happening. I just think there's there both sides are still way too far apart. I could see. I could definitely see games being played this year, but I think we're looking at um, less than um, probably close to half, maybe even more of the games being canceled. So I think we're looking at potentially closer to a pandemic 2020 season where we only saw 60 games and obviously not ideal, but I think some baseball is better than no baseball. What do you think? I, after now that we've passed this bullshit deadline, the the ruse deadline the the liars deadline um <laughs> it's it, i think it's going to be a cold spring forget cold winter we already had that the the uh the groundhog it did not see its shadow or did see its shadow however whichever way it goes winters continue on this cold winter is going to be moving along because there's just i don't think n- anything's going to be done because guess what the deadline's passed now so now both sides are going to it's just it's it's we're digging in and we're going to wait it out we're going to see which one be, uh which one box first which one which one makes the first like sacrifice and i unfortunately i think, I, I think it might be the players that end up I sacrificing so. a little i just i just have a, i just have a feeling that they're going to get to a point where the, the owners are going to budge a little bit and it's going to get to a point where I believe that the players will will take what the owners are giving them, even even if it's not what they they really want. I think if they budge a little bit more, I think they're going to have to settle at one point or another because they are this. Some of these guys are living off of these paychecks, and they're going to have to get back to it sooner rather than later. I I, I get that, but I'm I'm this uh, I'm feeling strong a strong sense in this PA. Um, they're. I think they're going to they're going to make this thing run long. They are going to get what they are asking for. They may not obviously you can't get everything. But if cuz Rob Manfred also stated in his press conference that now with the cancellation of games, these players are not going to get full compensation be, with for those games. So now the PA is going to probably be saying, well, all right, you're not going to give us full compensation for the season. You guys aren't getting expanded playoffs to make yeah. up for that. Those those mix that missed out revenue. Right. You, you're going to, we're not giving that up. If you're not giving us full compensation, I'm sorry, but we're not budging on. And that's the, that's the top thing. I think the, the owners want is expanded playoffs. I know there was now there were talks about a 12 team playoff instead of the 14 team playoff that we talked about in prior a prior episode, but now it's like I'm feeling like the the players got I feel like 
the, the players know the public's on their side this time around. And I think that's what's going to keep them going. Unless you're yeah. unless you're a dumb idiot on Twitter that doesn't use your real name on your handle and just doesn't even have a profile picture and you want to say, like, why are the millionaires arguing with the billionaires? Just take the money. Just take the deal. Like, shut up. Just shut up. Yeah. Definitely some burner accounts out there. Oh, my definitely, gosh. Yeah. Def- definitely, um, definitely stuff like that. But I will say in regards to the player side, This is definitely a strong group of player representatives that they have at the forefront of this whole negotiation process. Um, From what I heard, I saw in a tweet that Max Scherzer is a very, very strong negotiator. And having someone like him is is crucial to the players getting what they want. I got something. So um, I was watching uh, Talking Baseball by John Boy Media. And uh, it was right after. It was Monday. It was Monday. and And right before the deadline hit, on Tuesday, when the extended extended fake deadline hit, um, it's when Derek Jeter left the Marlins organization. So we can talk about that too. But they were saying, "What if Jeter just shows up to the meetings? That's powerful. That that would be oh god, that would be great. Yeah, Jeet get Jeet just get in there and you're like, hey, come on, guys. I I've worked both sides now. All right, I've worked the front office. I've dealt with owners, and then I'm a player. All right." That would have been bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this whole thing has something to do with why he stepped down. I know, I know from what I've heard, his vision for the future for the Marlins didn't line up with what the rest of the organization had. But I'm wondering if, because obviously, you know, Jeter, Jeter was an owner, like he, he had a minority stake in the Marlins, and he's part of that stereotypical ownership group that you know we're, we're talking about, like that's want that's greedy and whatnot. I wonder if that had something to do with Jeter stepping down. It, quite possibly i mean God, what if he just shows up he just takes control and he's like all right what do you guys want <laughs> i'll get it for you he'll be he's the one that's walking across the minor league stadium trying to make the deals maybe what if he's just what if he's just in the back room practicing his golf swing actually <laughs> Him and uh, him and Manfred go on the course, and and whoever whoever has who has whoever has the better score on the back nine, they get the better deal side of the deal. That, that would be something. Oh my god! Imagine, imagine that. Ima- imagine the deal came down to a round of golf. That was. I'm taking Jeets over oh, Manfred. I'm taking, I'm taking him too. I, I was watching a practice between meetings. It does not <laughs> even look like he should even be practicing because his game's going nowhere. So. Oh no, he he's definitely has like five mulligans in his game. Yeah, he has so many do overs. That just that just shows you right there. <laughs> like he he's not thinking anything about like getting the season started. He's thinking he knew he knew there wasn't going to be a deal done. Oh, he knew. He's ready to go back golfing now. Like he's he's in Florida right now. Go go to any course you want. He had, he's going to have all season. Like if if the game if the season doesn't happen, like it's ridiculous. You may see him at top. Top golf tomorrow night. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would that would be something if he's at Top Golf instead of uh in the negotiation room. But wouldn't be surprised. I have to be honest. <laughs> after after what I after what I've seen, especially him laughing in the press conference like this is you know um, something that's you know requires humor. This is this is very serious stuff and in, in, in regarding players' lives, livelihood. Like it's I know he's I know he's doing very good financially, but. <laughs> 
And I, I know right. him and his him and his guys are doing good, but not everyone else. <laughs> not everyone else. Um, how long do you think he's gonna last? Uh, let's let's be realistic, all right? I mean, he's he's just not good at the podium. But does doesn't doesn't the owners don't they have to vote him out though? Yeah, but like he is not a good representation for the owners. We'll be honest, all right? Like they, they, he's just not good at the podium. But but maybe the owners look at it like they could just control his every move. So why not have someone you could just have on like like a puppet? Like they can easily tell him what to do and but tell this, him what to say. But I mean, if you're gonna have a puppet, like have a good quality puppet. This man looks—he's acting out here like a puppet from the 1930s, man. Damn, he's—I mean, golly, he's run down. He's yeah. using like negotiation tactics from like the 1970s. I know. Golly, like. I mean, for the owners, don't you want a strong representative? Yeah, if only you could replicate Adam Silver and, you know, have another Adam Silver in the MLB. That would, I mean, that's, that's ideal right there. Yeah, but then, I mean, I wouldn't mind Adam Silver because he's always for the players, so. I mean, can we say that Roger Goodell would be better yeah. than Rob Manfred if he was the commissioner of baseball right now? I don't see... I haven't heard much news about the NFL having any type of CBA disagreements. No, not at all. <laughs> wow, mean, that's it's amazing where we where we are today. That we're uh, we're hoping that Roger Goodell takes over for who's the MLB too. Bring in the NHL guy. I don't, I don't Why know. Not? Why not? Why not? Why not just have the other three major sports commissioners just partner up and just take take over the MLB too who's as a side M- job? Who's the MLS <laughs> commission? It doesn't matter. He's probably better than Rob Everett, so. I mean, like, what are we thinking? Like three more years of 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 Manfred? I think it's whatever happens ends up happening with this year. I think it's gonna be telling and how many more years he has left. I think if he continues to dig himself a deeper hole, I think we're looking at less than three years. But if if they eventually come to an agreement, obviously both both the other side's not gonna still be happy with Manfred. But I think. It's it's gonna be hard to see him leave unless there is a a I know there's reasons, but like a a big big reason that says you know what that's enough time to get you out of here. But how does you know. the how does the PA not have a voice in um who the commissioner is? I know that's so stupid. It is, I, they're they're the ones like. Uh, it, it, I get, I get, like you know, the teams obviously the owners need their voice, but the players, the, the owners aren't anything without the players. So how could they be making those decisions? Exactly, exactly. I mean, they may, the owners may provide the location, the the storefront, if you want to say, the marketing, all that. But if you don't have a the product or the players per se, there's nothing to market. There's nothing right. to to sell in your store. Without without the product, you just got dust piling up all over those stadiums, and you got nothing to show for except w- wasted a wasted location with money going out of the drain for no reason. Yeah, this, this inventory is bringing you in the money. Exactly, like have fun just wasting an electricity bill on just like just security lights. Because damn, it's not like the field lights are gonna be turned on anytime soon. Oh my god, it's so dumb. It's just dumb. Like, why not even start this a year ago? You can start this a year ago, guys. It's a five it's a four to five year agreement. You can start it earlier. I just don't get why the negotiations started really ramping up a week Ten prior days. to the deadline. Ten yeah, like it's 
10 days. This, 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 the lockout started in December, beginning of December. Yeah, there correct? was 43 days of dead. Each, each one of those days could have been a, a, a little, even if it was a little step, a little step forward into potentially getting to this, this deadline and then having an agreement done. Like they had all this time, wouldn't, wouldn't have been any other issues with the season, but for some reason, Manfred must've had a golf event to go to, obviously, because he must've, he must've been touring courses around the country now. And now he's upset with his game. So now he, he wants to go on another tour around the country. So. I mean, what was that about? To, like they, like he was bragging about. Oh, we had a seventeen-hour like negotiation work day. You didn't get anything done. <laughs> what do you? What is there to brag? You didn't get anything done. There's nothing to brag about. I don't give a damn if you did seventeen hours of negotiations. If there's nothing to show for it, there's nothing to brag about. You know what you could have done? A normal eight-hour work day over the span of like three freaking exactly. weeks. Yeah, just the little stuff that they could have come up with to get closer. That would have all added up into getting to a final agreement, and then this none of this would have happened. Like, God damn, you could have met for like two hours each day over the 43-day period. Like, it's not hard. I get, like, I know we also talked about how, like, prior to this, like, 10-day, like, hardship week that owners had, that there was only a 15-minute meeting. Obviously, now it's like they they said during that fifteen minute meeting they just said shit just to not have the meeting. They were just saying shit just to not have the meeting because obviously they are capable. They are capable of negotiations for ten plus hours. So that fifteen minute little spurt was definitely it was just stuff said to be like, or just to be like. We tried. We tried. Yeah, it's for the optics. It's for exactly. to, show the, to show the public that there was a meeting. But obviously, we're not idiots. We know in a 15-minute meeting, that's just saying hi, maybe cursing them out a little bit, and then walking out. There's, there was nothing to that 15-minute meeting. I think we said we, like, broke it down to, like, actually, like, maybe, like, five to seven minutes of, like, cussing or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Take out the greetings, the, the coming in, and then the, the, the departure time. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is hurting young, like, new fans. This is hurting. I mean, it's, it's just, it's tarnishing the game overall. And obviously, it's, 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 it's hard for someone that wants to get into baseball to feel like they should want to watch baseball. Like, what, what reason is anybody, whether it's, whether it's mainly in the ownership group in Manford, what is giving them a reason to want to watch baseball? Especially, you can't even watch baseball even if you wanted to. So, unless <laughs> you want to get watch some highlights, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Maybe that should be in the CBA about the freaking blackout issue. Uh, yeah, you're in St. Louis. Too bad you can't watch the Cardinals face the Cubs. Go to the game, even though the tickets cost seventy five bucks and the beers also cost seventy five bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I don't even know. It's it's frustrating. It really is. But on and it's it's affecting the um the employment industry, the employment part of baseball as well. Not to not to bring any personal uh, personal stuff into this, but. People out there looking for jobs in the baseball industry, and and that's on a hold as well. And it's it's frustrating for those out there that are looking. I'm sure. I I definitely feel like it is. I definitely feel like it is. I mean, 
God, just everything's on hold, man. Like, give me a month when you think it's going to start. Last question. I, th- I think I think we start in May. Can we? So March was supposed to be opening day, like late March, right? Right. March, April, May. Thinking we have still like two months of deadness. Well, the thing is, like the season will start in May, but we still need a month of spring I know. training. Before so, that. like you're thinking, you're thinking about a month and a half of dead time, then. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just. I'm think I'm I'm thinking like end of May maybe. I think this is gonna be ugly. I think like I think like spring training starts end of April, beginning of May time. But we we both agree that there will be games played though this year, correct? Yes. I can't. Yeah. You know I'm a sicko, so I like. I know would, you are. It. I'm kind of like a part. Like of course I want games, but I'm all yeah. like the sicko side of me is like, what if there just wasn't games? <laughs> Just yeah, what stick, if. stick it to them a little more. Like we don't need games. Let's want them to go. Go to Japan. Play in the Japanese league, the Korean league. Go play over there. Do you see Harper posted something about that? No, he, what he, he post? He, he um, I forgot. Like one of the 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 Japan. I think in the Japanese league, uh, one of the teams. He's like, hey, y'all looking for any outfielders or something <laughs> like that. I mean, but why not? Why not look into those opportunities? Like, or any of the leagues uh, down in um, like Central South America? Yeah, anything just to keep playing. I mean, I heard also something about. I heard that the MLBPA is like getting together like a facility where all the players can you know practice and train until like the spring training gets underway. Maybe they start televising scrimmages they have or inter oh. inter squads. That that would be something to. Uh, it would be like. Um, when when the NBA they had a lockout a while ago and they they played in the Drew League, yeah, yeah, that's right. that would be that's, cool. Why not give us give us something if you if you're not gonna you know let us watch games freely and make us spend all this money to go to games? Give us something that's entertainment. Until we then we have to start paying seventy five bucks for drinks and food and tickets, tickets. tickets. Oh, and don't forget about transportation either. Oh, right. Yeah, because like in Tampa, it's not like you have to drive forty-five minutes to go and see a Rays game. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot, lot of issues that need to be resolved. That's for sure. And it, this is only the surface. We could, we could start talking about other things too. I know. It's just the list goes on. I know. But. Uh, something happening later when this episode comes out is the draft combine, in which I talked about it in. My little minute snippet this week where I said it's time for all the QB prospects to be overrated because they can throw to a wide open wide receiver with no defender tracking them down or no defender rushing at the quarterback. How are we feeling about the draft this year? Is it worth watching, you think? Um... It, the the draft is going to have a lot of really good players. It's just not going to you're not going to see any of that elite talent come out of it. I don't think. I mean that that's just what I've heard. Obviously, you never know. Players come out of nowhere, but it's it's just it's really hard to say. Like guys, we think coming into the coming into the league, we think they're not going to be great, and then they wound up being superstars. So it's while while the early indications are that it's not going to be a great draft, I I still think there's there's cause for some hope potentially with this class. There's hope. It's just nothing like uh, it's nothing like I, I I don't even feel the need to watch the combine. 
What forty times? I don't. I don't know yeah. of anybody that's like projected to to get a a four two. <laughs> that's the thing. But even even like like watching the combine, like you can you can watch someone like a John Ross who set the, the record for a forty time. He's he's nowhere to be found in the NFL. So even like getting these these record breaking performances and notable performances in the combine, sometimes they amount to nothing. So. Yeah, it's go just, watch something more entertaining this week. Yeah, yeah, like baseball, college baseball. Ew. Oh, can we talk about that NC State freshman? Tommy, Tom, what's his name? Tommy something. Uh, I think uh, I know. Like, it, what's his what's his nickname? Tommy Hacks or whatever. Um, hold on, let me see. Um, Tommy Tanks. Tommy Tanks. That's his nickname. Tommy Tanks. His real name is Tommy White. Tommy Tanks. Yeah, that's the freshman he, in his first he's... eight games hit nine home runs. That's it's oh. <laughs> ridiculous. It really is. Oh my when oh I when my. I saw that, like for one is a freshman. I mean oh, that's you, that's insane to think about. Did you see that old miss uh player that hit a home run, but he was he's also the D tackle for all the old miss football team? Really? I think he weighs three sixty. <laughs> he he's a wow. good he, like, but he doesn't look 360. Like, he's muscle 360. I see that. Taiwan Malone. Yeah. He's now crank, cranking bombs for the Rebels baseball team. Yeah. Interesting. He's a D tackle for, for, uh, for, for, for the school also. I mean, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm looking at the video right now, and that's that's what you like to see. You got You like to see these these – you know, you're not you're not gonna probably see this again with a D tackle hitting a home run. Oh, okay, he's three fifteen like, still. Three fifteen D tackle. Number number three team in the nation, too. Yeah. Texas is taking over, man. Texas is just Wow, oh, UVA represent eighteenth and tied for eighteenth. There we go. There we, there we go. go. There we go. Right. Wow. I Ty- know. Remember the name. In the case you see him in the MLB, Taiwan Malone. Or the NFL. <laughs> or, yeah, honestly. Or the NFL. Bo ja- is this the next Bo Jackson? Is this, is this what I'm seeing? Possibly. Different different um, frame, obviously. But, um, you know, we'll never know. But... Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah, I, got, I mean, this was... I don't, I... That is, it worked. It, we got... We, we, we got what we needed to say off our chest about the lock I mean, yeah. that was the main thing. Formula One's about to start back up, uh, so that now's the time we can cut it, cut the episode off. Whoa. When when you're editing Whoa, it hey, later. Hey, wait, when you're wait. editing it later, cut it off right hey, before that. There's actually a driver that's being banned from a Grand Prix. Really? For what? N- Nikita Mazepin. He's a Russian driver and he uh, got banned. Uh he would not be allowed to participate in the British Grand Prix. There were also talks that he was going he was going to be banned just by the FIA which is the governing body of Formula 1 in total but they did not so the grand the British Grand Prix took it upon themselves to ban him from the event as a result of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Okay, interesting. So yeah, so now some um yeah, faces ban. Yep. Yes, yeah, so they announced that today. But the first race is the 20th, which is only 18 days away. Circling my calendar right now. Oh, please okay. do. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. All right. Oh, big. I'm big excited. Deal. 
Uh, where, where are we watching it? Where are we watching it? What time is it? Well, if you want to come over here. Oh, it's actually not that bad. It's at 11 a.m. I'll be there. No worries at all. I'll yeah. be over. Um, March Madness. Starting yeah, up that, soon. that'll be something. Well, after we take a little break, which will be our first first break in uh, <laughs> ever. I e- think. Yeah, I, yeah ever. 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 We're taking a little one week hiatus. Um, we got have s- other op- op- other opportunities on the rise. We have so, to uh, uh, celebrate a, an, an accomplishment that we had the other night. <laughs> yeah, more than one, honestly. Um, yeah. So that I don't. When 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 does that start? When does well, a conference tournaments already started. Really? So oh I wait, wait. March Madness. I think Selection Sunday should be on the the thirteenth, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, hold up. I'm just looking at the tournament. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, the uh, the men's basketball championship first four is Tuesday, March fifteenth. So we'll we'll have a full release of our predictions of the bracket on our next episode because that's when it'll be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, exactly. So stay tuned for that, everybody. I know. Exciting, exciting stuff. Yeah. So, there's some stuff going on. Maybe not this episode, but plenty of stuff to be talked about in future episodes. Yeah, MLB. I mean, not the MLB. The NBA is just playing regular season games. It's kind of like that. Like, uh, like, can the season be over yet? But we're not close to that yet. Yeah. Uh, no. It's just I mean, like we're, we're at the second half now, but we're not at the like the halfway point of the second half. Right. To right. where then that's where you're like, oh, shit, now seating matters. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to – I'm just looking at – I was just looking at – the Heat just lost on a buzzer beater to the Bucks. Who hit um, it? Drew, Drew Holiday hit a game-winning oh, uh, I was gonna buzzer beater. I was going to bet Middleton. I was going to bet Middleton. Drew Holiday, uh, rough rough loss for the Heat. They were, they were up pretty much the whole game. And I think it's a good time to stop this episode. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you are on YouTube for watching, we appreciate it so much. We'll see you guys not next week, the following week to give our March Madness predictions. Peace out, y'all.